looks to me like we've made it. We are streaming live to you from the RO Radio Lab at 3901 South Lamar. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, it's our first time doing this, so we're open to any feedbacks, comments, so on and so forth. Uh, have Mr. Bruno Cicchini with us today, and we also have Dr. Hagen Fritz. Uh, Bruno, you want to give everyone a quick intro on who you are? Yes, of course. I'm Bruno Cicchini, like he said. I've been with the VDC department uh, close to five years. Anniversary was actually last year, last month. So happy to be here and happy to be testing out this with the Ardeen department here representing. It'll be interesting. It'll be exciting. See how, how things work out here. May do more of these in the future. Uh, Hagen, you want to give us a quick introduction in case anyone doesn't know who you are yet? Uh, it's a good chance they don't know. Uh, my name's Hagen Fritz. I've been here, oh gosh, couple months. Interned over the summer, full-time starting in September. I am the first full-time hire within the R&D department, uh, an R&D engineer, and I don't know, I don't know, anything else that I kind of think? Are you happy to be here? I'm, I'm loving it. Everyone's great, enjoying this, enjoying the people I work with, so it's been great so far. That's, that's what matters. As long as you're having fun, we'll, we'll figure the rest out. Uh, so we have... Cesar here, he'll be taking calls. Uh, you should see the number scrolling across the screen there. Uh, and we'll also, if you post things up into the uh, YouTube chat, we will take the, the questions there as well. Uh, and if you don't have any questions, don't, don't sweat it. We're, we're here. We'll be here for the next hour. It's pretty loose. No strict formatting to it at all. Uh, I think what we will do is uh, while we're waiting on some calls to come in, is give you guys a quick demo of Iris. And what Iris is, it's a, uh, actually, uh, Hagen, would you mind, you, you, you built this thing from scratch. You know more about it than anyone else on the planet. You want to take us through real quick on, on what Iris is all about? No. Uh, yeah, I can. So Iris is, so we have the innovation station, right? So that's where anyone in the company can submit their ideas. And we, every two weeks or so, we get together and we grade the ideas using a subjective, well, both an objective metric and then also an engagement score, which is based on people engage with your idea. But that information kind of stopped with us. So what we wanted to do is make sure that everyone in the company could see those scores. So that's what Iris is. Iris is a place where you can go, see the ideas, see the same information that you can see on the innovation station, but also see the scores that we've assigned um, to those ideas. And on top of that, we have the option to appeal those scores. So if you think that for some reason we, we scored one of the four components of our, our metric incorrectly, you can, you can shoot us an email and say, hey, I disagree with, with this because of X, Y, and Z reason. And then we'll get that. And we have our first challenge, so we don't necessarily know how things are going to work, but we're going to work on that. And <clears throat> we'll use whatever you submit to then maybe change the score or get with the original submitter to see how we can change. Thank you. That was a great overview. Uh, so looking at it here on the Innovation Station, uh, if you go to the Innovation Station as well, you'll see this Iris tab up at the very top. Very easy to get to. It's also listed on uh, SharePoint. So if you go to the uh, company apps dashboard page, uh, you'll be able to find it there. Uh, so if we just quick overview here, uh, we have our all-scored all ideas. Uh, if we dive into that area, you're able to see all the ideas that we've scored. Uh, notable here is the fact they're sorted based on rank. So by default, you see the highest rice score uh, first, and then they go in descending rice score order. Uh, but you could also go in here and see the uh, engagement scores and sort them low to high, high to low, so on and so forth. So this is a really flexible tool that allows you to go in and see not only what did your idea score, but pretty easily see where does it stand relative to everyone else. Uh, Bruno, I know you can't see my screen here, but uh, I'm going to pull up one of these ideas. And we've got the reach, impact, confidence, and effort here. Do you want to kind of explain real quick to people what each of those factors, each of those uh, scored metrics mean and how we derive those? Yeah, definitely. I know 
the scoring method is called the RISE method. And we actually, we didn't invent it ourselves. Uh, we're actually borrowing it from, do you remember the name of the company we're borrowing the? Say like Intercom or something like that. that sounds uh, Intercom or Polycom, one of those com types. Software company for sure. No, I think you're right. It just, it follows the idea that to kind of make the score a little more fair and adjustable, you grade this four criteria. So RICE stands for four different things. So RICE, R meaning rich, I for impact, then confidence, and then effort. And of course, kind of the rich means how many people does this idea reach? Right now, we're thinking only reaching in the our company. So right now, it's about 500 people or so, a little more or less. Uh, then the impact is, okay, this idea, if it were to be implemented, how much impact would it have on that reach? Is it highly impactful on their work-to-life balance? Is it low? Does it matter? How much How much would it help them in the end? I think it's important to note here, too, Bruno, that these are all based on a quarter. That's right. So there's some things with reach that it probably uh, an idea that might impact everybody, but does it impact everybody in three months? We don't want these to be infinitely long, it would make them even more difficult to score than they are already. Uh, so whether it's the impact or reach, confidence, well, confidence is irrelevant, but the reach or the impact, uh, those are with regards to a three-month period. Correct, yes, yes. Thank you for jumping on that. And kind of, he mentioned the, the seeds of confidence. So based on our information, our data that we have at hand, are we confident of the reach and impact value that we have given this idea? So the confidence, like you said, I mean, it does matter, but it definitely is very prone to errors. But the more information we have, the more information we gather from the submitter, the better we can kind of make that call about the confidence. So it's really about the submitter being able to provide accurate and detailed information for us to make a good judgment on the idea. And then the effort, that's the one that kind of gets tricky because kind of on a logical standpoint, standpoint, the more effort you give an idea, the more time it will take. So we want to keep that effort at the minimum because the way the effort is graded is the amount of manpower in, what's that, you say, like a person month? Person per month. So how many persons per month will this idea take to be implemented? So that one does gets a little more finicky. But the point is that we're able to kind of see how many people we need to bring on board, ab on board to be able to kind of successfully implement this idea. So once you have those four values, the rise, you'll multiply the R and C and then divide all those three values into the effort. And then with that, you'll get the rise score, which is what you see back in the Irish dashboard. And you can kind of see it being ranked across the other ideas. And ideally, the higher the rise score is, the the better indicator it is for the R&D department to kind of jump in on it and see if there's a way to kind of make that happen because definitely has a big reach and definitely has a big impact that we want to address. Yeah, yes, Bruno, I know you can't see my screen. It's, it's not fair. I have control of the cameras, the screen, all of it. But you can control the audio. You can cut me off at any moment. I have the power to mute you, James, so throw <laughs> it lightly. Uh, so... To Bruno's point there regarding the likelihood of implementation relative to RISE score, you can see the status listed in IRIS here. And these very high scored ideas, uh, they've all moved into discovery or implementation. And as we get lower down, you'll start seeing them move into hold. Uh, so there's certainly a, a number of different ways for a idea to be implemented, uh, but a high RISE score. The greater the impact on the more most people uh, with minimal effort is how you're going to see those go from a, uh, a submission to reality most quickly. But we also go through, and you know, you might see uh, Mr. Simpson's pre-con life raft idea here. Uh, only had a rice score of 50, which is still pretty good, but definitely mid-pack is a rank. But he reached out to everybody and their cousin in the pre-con and estimating departments and said, hey, go, go vote for this. Go like this. Go comment on this. Uh, and pretty quickly uh, got this up to uh, rank of number one in engagement scores. So that's something that we immediately jumped on board and we're currently looking into and working with him and his team on. And if I may, James, interrupt you, since you have the dashboard open, 
could you elaborate a little more on the engagement side? How how can someone get the idea engaged? How can I make my idea come to the top? I feel like you and I have been just talking on and on. There's someone I really want to hear you from. Know who knows about this? There's someone There's who just knows a lot about everything. Someone in this room. He That's spent about a third of his life knowing things, just just learning things to know them. If you need engagement, I know the guy. Third. <laughs> really love to hear from Mr. Hagenfritz, Dr. Hagenfritz. Not engagement? Yeah. Engagement. Tell us, how is that calculated? How, how does someone get that extremely high engagement? You as a social butterfly, butterfly. how do you get that engaged? How do you take it to the top? Well, so the engagement is based off the number of views your idea gets, the number of likes you get, and the number of comments. And I believe the likes is multiplied by 10. One of them is multiplied. I'm pretty sure that's all correct. Okay, thank you. So that, that's how your idea can get more engagement. And so if, if you, you, know, you want to go around to people on your project or people within the office, depending on where you're situated, and just talk to them and hype up your idea and say, hey, go vote for my idea. Um, because if, if you take Tim's idea, for instance, it has a smaller rice score simply because it's a smaller reach, but it has such a high engagement score that we just can't ignore that. Right? So not rice isn't the only indicator that we're going to use, especially if you have an engagement score like that idea, which is honestly kind of incorrect on the iris. It's actually a little bit higher than that because he got even more likes recently. Mute. So, so uh, I think Tim did a great job, and I think Laura recently submitted an idea, and she got I think all of the marketing behind it too. So she has a really high engagement score. So I think those are the kind of things that are going to make us pay attention and not only us you know but also the rest of the company right if they see so many people excited about this idea they're going to want to implement that idea yeah that's awesome thank you for uh -huh. providing that and uh, i did pull up the within iris you're able to click on those little eyes and uh get in from see more information on these topics so if we go in there you can see what is engagement and we have it listed out and confirm Bruno's uh, thoughts. It is a 10x for the likes plus comments and views. All right. Sounds like we might have a call coming in for the uh, first time today. Oh, boy, it's Ooh. exciting. It's an exciting time. It's, it's always exciting. Very exciting. Let's give a round of applause to this caller. Hello, who do we have online? Seems that we have no one online. Not sure if they're, no, they're on the call here. Uh, oh boy. Do some on the spot troubleshooting. Just, yeah, uh, whomever that is on the line, I apologize for our lack of preparedness. I think they hung up on us. <laughs> Well, we do. We do have a question for you. Can hang up. Come on now. Oh, oh, we there have we go. Someone. Never mind. Sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> okay, you're still I'm there. Live. Yes. All right. Sorry for the hold up there. Uh, who are we speaking with? This is Tawny Sauer with the marketing department. <laughs> Good morning, Ms. Tawny Sauer. What is your question today? So you guys have been talking a little bit about um, like the different scores on an individual idea. What I was hoping to know is, have you guys encountered idea submissions that are really similar to one another? And if so, is there a way that you're acknowledging that in the connections or scoring? So we have had several ideas come in that are similar in, in vain. Uh, I think there's one particular regarding uh, pre-con handoff to, uh, or you know, pre-con estimating biz development side of things hand off to the ops teams. We had, I want to say, three or four different ideas that kind of settled around that same concept. What we've done so far is we've taken those ideas and we generally give them all the same rice score. And on our back end, we group them together. We don't currently have a, I guess, a multiplier, if you will, for similar submissions, but it's something that we've considered. Uh, obviously, there's you know, if there's more than one submission on a single concept, there's a it should increase the engagement score, if not the rice score, uh, through some form or fashion. So while we don't have anything in place yet, that is something that we've thought about. And you know, th as Bruno said, this rice score is something we borrowed from a software company. 
So we don't expect it to be perfect for us just right off the bat. Uh, we're going to refine this. We're going to improve it. We're going to make it better. But it is going to take us time to build a, a database of scores to reference and build a new model around. Uh, Bruno, do you have anything to, to add there? No, I think you put it pretty well. But kind of to address the question, there is, we are keeping track of those ideas that are connected. And we're definitely keeping kind of those. We're trying, if anything, trying to bring those submitters together so they can kind of bounce ideas off each other. And maybe instead of having five solutions for those five separate ideas, we can come together and create one solution, which I think we actually have happening with the, more or less, with one of our incoming, hopeful, successful stories. But we're keeping an eye on it. But yes, that's a very good point, Tani. Thank you for calling. Yeah, fantastic. Great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. We'll talk to you later. Anyone else, Aza? No, right now? All right. You want to answer Rebecca's question? Uh, she actually asked it first, so. You're correct. I believe Rebecca put a, a question up in the chat. Um, I didn't read it. Oh, okay. I'm a bad well, you, whatever you, this you, is. This is my job, so. Podcast or live stream or. I don't know what this is, uh, and I'm not good at it, but I'm sure that in the time you've had since she sent the question, you have been able to develop an answer. So I'd oh, love no, to hear I've just you. been enthralled by your voice. So <laughs> Rebecca asks, what has been y'all's favorite submission so far or submission that you're most excited about? I, I really want to hear from you on this. Is this for uh, each of us, or is this for... I would imagine it's for each of us. Table. Yeah. Okay, we'll start with you, James. <laughs> Start with James. Yeah, age before beauty. I gotta think about. It. I, it's tough to pick just one, but there is a a theme of high level change. Uh, the highest rice score to date was on an idea that regarded uh, implementation of a standard poll planning board and training on how to use those boards and how to do poll planning as well. Uh, obviously, a lot of projects already do this, but it's not super consistent. Uh, and Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Callum there submitted this idea and gave us a, a great walkthrough on what he's done, what's worked well for him. I was super impressed. So whenever I see those ideas that come in that aren't, you know, automations are great. They make life easier for folks and all that. But whenever those people see that they can change a process, even if it's just a tiny little 1% change, whenever it's 1% across 50 active projects or 500 employees, that's that's a huge, huge impact. So I, I guess if I have to pick an idea, I'm going with the uh, – lean training and poll planning idea, but really all of those that fall into the category of uh, large process change, not just a, a small incremental or an automation, but really changing how we work. Those are the ones I get excited about. Mr. Bruno, what's what's your favorite so far? I think for me it might be more of a category related. Whenever we did the work-life work balance challenge, I think it was, I enjoy seeing all of the ideas that were submitted and as you know, challenges is something that the Innovation Station puts together to kind of bring collaborative ideas into one place, into one challenge, into one outcome. So this work-life balance challenge really, really have people having providing very creative ideas from having day off on your birthday, which I already do, uh, but then also kind of having four-day work weeks or maybe improving some the federal holiday schedule or maybe something more touch to home kind of improving the time off for some parents kind of, kind of like childcare more related or to even range into just being able more to adapt and have more flexibility in the job so seeing those ideas within that one challenge was very very excited to see in regards to current exciting ideas that we're working on i would say kind of helping the pre-con department kind of with that cost historical data I think that's exciting just not only because it's, it's a nice challenge for us, but also I think it has huge benefits to pre-con, of course, but I think even departments beyond pre-con, like even operations and VDC, like having that information kind of nicely laid out has, I think, huge, huge potential. So I think it can benefit it all. That one gets me excited because bear in mind that January 1st of this year, R&D was one person. I had help from Bruno and Cesar as available, but it was basically just just me. And whenever we'd see those ideas or have those ideas, I could I could only do so much. There's only so much time in a day and all that. Uh, and something as uh, gargantuan as undertaking to 
consolidate, create a clean historical cost database and create an interface that the pre-con team and business development team can use to interact with it, it would have taken me years to do. But now having grown and having uh, Dr. Fritz on board and with Bruno continuing to assist us as much as he can, and I don't know what we'd do without Cesar. We wouldn't be sitting here, that's for sure. Uh, you know, it's allowed us to take those tasks and say, all right, Bruno, you've got experience with the pre-con efforts. You know how things work with Assemble and Revit and all that. You know how the quantities are coming through. Have a decent idea on how estimates are put together. You know, you take that front. Um, Hagen's over here. He's working very much on the data-heavy side of things and crunching numbers and trying to figure out how to map out all these values. So I, I, it's super awesome to see all of these different personalities and abilities come together to be able to make a hopefully a highly effective solution for these uh, submissions. Did you come up with your idea there, Sarah, your, your favorite? He's cheating over there. He pulled up the list. No, no, no. I was, I was, well, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if it's my favorite idea, but it's definitely been the most frustrating, but I guess in a good way. So it, it's an idea that I've been working on since I started here uh, as an intern, and it was the safety form that Brandon had submitted. Brandon Arias, shout out. Yes, yes. It, and it's a, it's a fantastic idea. The, the, essentially, the idea is to take the safety orientation form and digitize it. Seems simple enough, but it's been kind of a headache, and I think I've gone through multiple iterations of solutions that then just vary, and like, I feel like I'm 90% there, and it just like, no, we can't do it. Or like, no, it's going to cost too much or, or something like Or it's just not as elegant as we would hope. I think we finally have something that's pretty good. But it's, it's just been interesting because I've gotten to explore so many different aspects of trying to get this form together. Like using, like we create our own app, just like how we did with Iris. We're using Flutterflow. We, um, I'm typically writing everything in Python, so writing Python. But doing like scheduling cloud functions to execute at, at, such, at scheduled periods. Um, tying into Procore, getting to know Procore a little bit better and, and understand how we can get that form into Procore. Um, but that was after like using DocuSign and using Power Automate and using other Microsoft tools. So there's just so many different platforms and software that I got exposed to and I got to use a little bit. So that was kind of exciting. And the fact that it is working now is, is even more exciting. Uh, and so it's, it'll be a nice little thing to check off uh, once I get that implemented because I have been working on it for, like I said, like five-ish months to get it working. And, and I had other things going on too. I wasn't just the only one. Uh, intern life is very hard. You get you know it is. You get cold breakfast tacos. <laughs> well, I enjoy cold breakfast tacos. Any well, breakfast. I wasn't waiting for that to pop up. <laughs> uh, Scott, I, I saw your message in the chat there. Sorry about that, Go. I think we got that resolved. That that was a an error on my end. I I was uh, underprepared. Um, uh, Linda, I saw you had asked about uh, be announcing any ideas we adopt. Um, I'm not sure I'm following there, but what I can tell you all, it's a big secret. Very big surprise that we have here. Are we going to make news with this? We we might. Headlines? You know, perhaps bigger headlines than what came out yesterday. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, any ideas that get submitted during this call are going to get a very special scoring bonus bump in engagement score. So any ideas that get submitted from now, and we'll say until 1 p.m. today, are going to get the number of views from this stream added onto their engagement score. So you're saying they can have an advantage of their score? They will indeed be getting an advantage oh of their score. <laughs> so, you know, we want you to all stay engaged here. Please call in. We'd love to have... Anybody calling? You can ask us anything. Literally anything. It's <laughs> the beauty of this. We don't know who you are. We, we, we will ask. You can decline to tell us and you know, tell us all the, the terrible things that you wanted to say about us for so long that you, you haven't been able to. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we'd love some, some more calls. We want to jump through some real hoops to make sure we could do that. Uh, and it can be related to R&D department. It can be related to uh, IRIS. You just have general questions about RO. If you're uh, a newer employee and you're wondering, hey, what's it what's it like, you know, the week before Thanksgiving? What should I expect? Uh, yeah, we can do our best to answer that. Who makes the best potluck dish for Thanksgiving? Ooh, 
Miranda will call on that one for sure. Well, I don't know. I have a pretty sick recipe, James. <laughs> I can't tell you secret. Uh, well, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. No, no. <laughs> you have to come to Potluck to find out. Have to check with Veronica. I bet you there's suddenly a, a spike in sign-ups now. Hope there is. Any other questions in the chat? Uh, I can, yeah. I'm just swapping back and forth between screens. How do I... So Tim asked in the chat there, how do I find submissions about the PC to ops handoff you mentioned? So Tim, that's a fantastic question and a huge part of the reason that we built out Iris is to make these ideas easier to find. Uh, so Dr. Fritz, do you, I'm gonna pull up, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up uh, Iris and demonstrate the search tool. Would you mind just kind of explaining how that operates? Search tool? Yes, sir. Okay. Let me know where where you're at. Uh, yeah. So if we're over here and uh, all the scored ideas, um, and perhaps easy for me to talk through is, um, Tim, uh, the pre-con to ops was the ha handoff, I believe, was the question. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so if I go in here, Tim, and uh, should be seeing the iris dashboard uh just typing into the search bar anything uh this will search submitters name as well as descriptions uh just typing in the pre i'm able to see his revamping pre-call process uh i think some of the other ones might have actually been revolving around the winning team yeah so these are based on the titles uh they don't search all the text i believe is that correct hagan correct only the only the title or the submitter. Yeah, it, uh, for now. Yeah, searching the full body text would be quite a bit to to go into. So we haven't set that up, but uh, you are able to go in here and again, if that title has anything about pre-construction or winning teams or pre-con or uh, what have you, you'll see that pop up as you search. Um, so I, I hope that clarifies for you, Tim, as far as where you could go and find those things. And if you again, if you wanted to go in there and say you were, uh, what do you say, the winning teams, right? Oops. Boy, typing errors are embarrassing. They're even more embarrassing when you're in front of 30 of your coworkers on a live stream. Uh, if we go into the idea details here for this winning teams call, um, if you come in and click on any of these, say you, you want to go in and, you know, check out the idea, uh, you're able to click on it, and it'll take you right over to that idea in the innovation station where you can give it a thumbs up, you can go in and comment on it, you can uh, read all the details just the same as you can in Iris. So if you do find an idea and you want to engage with it, you can't currently do that through Iris, but clicking within Iris will take you to that idea. And uh, I believe, unless Cesar's lying to me, that we have another call that I am very excited about. So go ahead, send that over whenever you're ready, Cesar. Pardon me, I think we shouldn't ask who these people are. Well, let's keep it secret. Let's try to guess who it is. That, you know what? That could be interesting there. Well, I know like zero people. We'll see what other than this should, there should be no excuse for Bruno and I to not win this. Good morning. You're on the call with the R&D team. Hello. Uh, this is Andrew Kilburn from Estimating. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Doing pretty well, Andrew. How are you? Doing good. Uh, I want to start off with what everyone wants to know. What are your Thanksgiving plans? <laughs> See, I'm surprised it took this long to get one of these. Uh, so my Thanksgiving plans are focused on uh, repairing old vehicles that I have uh, too many of. Um, enjoy some time off work, fix some cars, and you know, hopefully sleep in a little bit here and there. Uh, Love it. Dr. Fritz, what do you what's what's your plan there, sir? I am going to spend time with my family. So my dad recently moved back from Montana to the DFW area. I'm from the DFW area, from Arlington, right smack in the middle. Uh, and so I will be going up there, having Thanksgiving with actually my mom's side, and then going to go see my dad. It's been years since I got to see him, just because it's hard to get up to Montana from time to time. So just seeing my family. Love it, Mr. Chikini. What's on your plate? No, big, big plans. Big, big, big plans. Uh, so we'll have a big dinner between me, myself, and my dog. Ooh. The two of us. Handle it. Ooh. It'll be quite romantic. The mascot. He 
yeah, he's excited to see what I cook. He will eat anything. I learned this week he likes corn, so he might be getting some of that. Uh, but apart from that, just staying home. Families in different cities, so we didn't, we're not getting together. But I'll have my dog next to me, just lots of cuddles, lots of pets, and I'll give some of those, those to him as well. Here's the big question, Andrew. What are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, so I just moved down from the Boston area and tough to figure out what to do. So uh, going out to a restaurant and just doing the whole Thanksgiving experience there and uh, hopefully just kind of figuring out some stuff in between with uh, some friends that I've made down here. So uh, first time being away from family for a while. So I'm jealous of the doctor. Oh, oh man. You have a family with us, Andrew. Yeah, I hear someone. Oh, uh, yeah. You can, you can come celebrate with us, Bruno. I'll check with the boss. <laughs> oh. See what he thinks. Corn must be made of no, I, I, I did have a, a R&D question, though. Um, by any chance, you know, is uh, using VR on the job site in the pipeline for any time in the future or just on the radar? That would be cool. Ooh, I'm going to kick that over to Hagen. He's been keeping up with the submissions. Are you aware of anything that's come in on that front? I don't think so. There might have been something a while ago prior to me. I feel like I've seen something. There was one related to bringing a VDC I think it was called Toolbox to the job site. I think it was by Kayla back in San Antonio. Shout out, Kayla. Uh, I think she wanted to bring more of that VDC tech into the field. So I think that incorporated some of the AR, VR headset. Uh, but apart from that, nothing yet. But you know what that means, Andrew. Ooh, there's room for a submission. I think, I think, I think it's a new idea. It sounds different, all right? It sounds unique. Get me those, get me those views. <laughs> no, I think that is... Everyone uh, interact. <laughs> there you go. You've got you know forty or so people right now that are should be listening to you. Uh, I I think that is interesting though because there's that's one of those fields that's so vast and there's so many different ways to 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 implement that as a tool that it it's difficult. But whenever you're able to hone in on a particular area, and I'm thinking with you and your experience in precon, if there's some sort of precon issue that you can tie in to that VR solution. That's where you're going to see those ideas really propel forward. Uh, whenever we can increase that impact to a, a high because we realize that this is a huge risk reduction for the company, that's a big difference compared to saying, well, you know, we could throw on some VR headsets and it'll be a great marketing gig. And that's great, but it's not a, an exceptional impact at that point. Um, so mm. I, I would highly encourage you, A, to submit that. And B, definitely, if you can find like a particular area, if you've heard stuff from people in the field or if you've experienced stuff yourself uh, in the office where that tool could have saved us time, saved us money, saved us effort, prevented rework, any of those types of things, it's sure to do quite well on itself. So if you submit an idea, we'll make sure to give you that extra engagement. So congrats on that, Andrew. Awesome. Yay, crowd applause. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Have a good one. All right, second caller. That was good. That's that is interesting. Those VR AR tools have been out there for so long, and I feel that we've we've tried some of the stuff in the past and had moderate success, but none of it's ever really stuck. And I think it's because of that complexity. We've always had to deal with models. How are the where are the images models coming from? Who's maintaining those? Um, Bruno, looks uh, like you got I'm, some thoughts there. Yeah, I know some of our VDC specialists have tried to explore that front. And definitely worth exploring, worth to hopefully implement in the, I mean, I, I, w I could say future, but I think the future is kind of now, not to sound too cheesy. Uh, but I mean, we're definitely exploring that. We, we had a specialist who was really involved in it, and we've seen kind of huge movement in the industry. So definitely, VDC is definitely looking at that, and hopefully gets implemented in a beneficial, time-efficient fashion, because... Time is something we're looking to find nowadays. Yeah, I, I don't have enough of it. <laughs> Heard there's somebody who has uh, nothing but too nothing much of it. Nothing but time, yeah. Nothing but time. If anything, you have too much time. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to SR. He taught me well. <laughs> <laughs> well keep, please do keep the calls coming in. We love hearing from you guys. This is uh, I think this is going great. Uh, 
you know, it's again o open opportunity. Ask us, ask us anything. We we can discuss an idea. If you want to, you can go in and work on submitting an idea right now, and you can ask us, "How do I get the most reach?" Tell us what your idea is, and we'll talk through it with you. We'll figure it out right here, right now. I've got nowhere else to be for at least another 24 minutes. Live from Studio 3901 SL. South Lamar. South Lamar. <laughs> I like it. So this is, it's been interesting over the last, uh, I guess, a uh, year and a half or so, because this is a, a very uh, new department, um, being the, the R&D department. But it's one of those things that's kind of always been present at RO, just always veiled in uh, people's excellence across other, other departments, whether it be uh, accounting, operations, VDC, IT, wherever. Uh, those people were at. We've, I think, we've always had a a, a, a strong R and D. Um, I don't want to say process, but a strong R and D presence. What was that, Bruno? I was say mentality. Mentality, yes, absolutely. Uh, so I feel super fortunate to be a part of this group that now gets to kind of capitalize on all those people and their efforts and thoughts. But it's left me wondering, what does it look like in the future? What does R&D, and I say R&D, not as a department, but like as a company with an R&D department, how does that change us three years, five years from now? What do you think, Bruno? Where, where, where are we going? What's, what's going to happen? I mean, I think anything, anything could happen, James. <laughs> uh, no, but I definitely do see a bit more, I mean, I want to say technology being implemented but definitely, I think people becoming more creative in their role, because I think with all the workload that happens, I think people are trying to find a better way, a faster way, and I oh, think sure. that that relies on innovation. So why stick to the old when the new can be better? So I think people are definitely ready for a change, and I think just a matter of kind of getting those ideas flowing, being able to voice those out, and kind of testing and implementing, see if those can stick around because I mean I don't know about you James but I, I can see metal dogs around our job sites taking photos taking scans came close once I know and then something happened to the world <laughs> <laughs> we shut down uh, we, I don't see why that's too far for reach I think just a matter of testing it out not being afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone and just testing those things out we're, we're making our own future it's, it's up to us I like that a little bit of empowerment, a little bit of agency for everyone out there. I think so. I think everyone has the power to throw something out and see see where it sticks. For sure. Right. I don't. I don't like we we can give people the tools, but ultimately, we need people to want to use those tools. We need them to want to want to change. Yeah, be the change. Jinx. I don't have a jinx sound, but <laughs> I use a jinx sound. What's a jinx sound? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> A Coke bottle mm. popping? I, I'm not sure. I don't have, none, none of these sound like a jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that on there for you, Bruno, next time. Next next go around. Hagen, uh, uh, I know you just mentioned that, you know, we we can lead the horse to water, but we can't make it drink. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're the newest hire in the group here, newest hire in the annex, I think, uh, down here in the Austin office. No? We have VDC specialists. That's, yeah, that's right. Maddie came in. Shout yeah. out Maddie, Maddie Smith. Um, Shout out. Well, still a relatively young buck, new hire, green, if you will. Uh, Pretty old, if you ask me. But <laughs> younger than you. <laughs> what, what do you foresee as uh, uh, you know, a, a construction company with an effective R&D department? What, what do you think that looks like years down the road from now? honestly want to say technology but I feel like there could be more technology <laughs> uh, within the within the job I mean I think the VR is a, a good example of that and I know there's a lot of like visualization things that y'all do or at least I've seen like stick a GoPro on on your hard hat and walk around the job site and it maps it for you I think those things are really neat uh, and that would kind of help with what you do with coordination uh, getting those live images you can then find the model and, and see how those and then resolve those those conflicts. Um, but I also I also think it doesn't necessarily have to be technology. It just has to be processes. I think um, 
from what I've seen, there's there's things that are, are somewhat inefficient, uh, mainly with communication. Um, but if we could streamline those processes or make those things, I guess, more um, not formulaic. What's the word I'm trying to think of? Systematic, eh, I guess. That's what I'm trying to think of. I, I think that would, you know, even if we can just save a couple days on a job, I think that's that's huge. That's just a couple of days times 30 is, you know, half a year. That's not right. But, you know, a couple of days, that's 90 days, right? And if we have more and more projects, that's just more and more time, which allows us to not necessarily get more work, but allow us to reevaluate what we're doing. Yeah, we can continue to improve. I think we have this go, go, go mentality. But if we can get, buy us some time, that allows us to reflect, then we can kind of see how we can improve even further. Yeah, I, I could not agree more with that. I well, I think you said all that, and I just caught, I just <laughs> plagiarized, plagiarized everything. That's you why said. it sounded so intelligent. Yeah, I know. Why. Well, maybe not that intelligent. <laughs> Dollared up with some some nice, right, right. nice words there. If I may, James, I actually Please. I would like to put Dr. X intern Fritz on the hot seat, our segment, the hot seat. I am sweating already. Ask so. him, ask him a question. I think many of our viewers might be wondering. Oh no! You touched based on how he had low experience to the industry, so I think as someone who might be, we have, might have youngsters from universities calling in. I'd like to hear from Dr. X intern, uh, kind of. Construction-wise, was it what you were expecting? What would you recommend a young buck coming from academics to the industry as to what could they expect out of the industry? In terms of just out of undergrad or out of grad school or out of both or out of... Well, I forgot you were in school for like 20 years. Uh, yeah. But let's do well, <laughs> let's do grad school. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, so I have limited... I'll, I'll be frank. Uh, I have limited... The hot seat. Please be Hagen. I see you sweating. Well, yeah. I am. It's hot over here. Um, I don't know how you're wearing that vest, but I, I have I have limited experience within the construction industry, um, but I, I think that's actually kind of valuable in that I have a, a unique perspective because I'm learning things. Well, maybe not even perspective. I'm gaining that perspective, right? Because I'm learning things, and so as I'm learning things, I'm, I'm kind of saying, well, does that really make sense to do that? Is that not? So I don't necessarily think you need like experience definitely helps, right? But if if you're if you're a young buck, as you put it, I don't necessarily know that. You need a, a full-fledged, you know, resume portfolio of all the the GCs you've worked with, all the construction you've done. I, I think that definitely helps. But take like grad school applications. There are so many people that have like 4.0s coming out of undergrad, and I would hear from my advisors that like that doesn't mean anything, right? Like if you're not doing stuff outside of school or you're not doing other things like that, right? That's that's what I'm kind of trying. You don't need all this job experience. You just kind of need a unique perspective, and you need to fit in. I know it's a big thing, at least within the VDC department. From what I hear is that. They don't want to hire the most qualified person if they're not going to be a good fit within the group, right? I think that's huge because one of the big things, at least at RO, I don't know if this is everywhere, maybe not because of the stories he's told, but at RO, everyone's very welcoming, right? Even people that are quote-unquote typical. I can mute you, so watch out. I don't know. <laughs> the only word I can think of has a curse word in it, but right? People that are, tend to be intimidating, that's a better word to say. They, they've been great, uh, right? There's, I've never had any altercations or any, any weirdness there. Um, so even though I feel like the construction industry has that kind of mindset, I, I haven't experienced that myself. So I think that's something to keep in mind too. But I don't know. I, I have a kind of a unique experience because I'm I'm more of a programmer and data analysis than I am a builder. And I can tell you, I think James and I can speak to that that we highly value that outside experience and that extra point of view. Because yeah. I mean, I think to make change, you need new eyes, new perspective. And that's why you're here. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so do you want to get to, uh, I think I saw a question in the chat there somewhere uh, regarding what is R&D. Um, so real quick on that one. Uh, and, you know, we'd love to hear someone call in and ask what is R&D. Uh, well, we'll give you this one, chat answer. Uh, so R&D stands for Research and Development. And... When a lot of people think of uh, R and I think the default they go to is like a, you know, a defense contractor or a robotics company or software companies or, you know, that type of entity. Maybe car companies, you know, trying new uh, self-driving vehicles and whatnot, things like that. Uh, but really, for us, it's it's research and development. <laughs> a bit plain, but um, 
that's really what we're here to do. We're here to research things and then develop uh, different solutions for different issues and different, uh, you know, ideas that are submitted. Uh, we want to go through and figure out, what, what, hey, what is the root cause of the problem? What's really causing this? Um, you know, I, I don't have any good examples on hand, but we don't want to mistakenly identify an issue as a root cause, solve that, only to realize that there's still a problem we need to resolve. We want to really, you know, there's uh, things such as the five whys. I'd encourage any of you to go Google that if you're not familiar. We want to go through those <laughs> five whys. Um, and really understand what is the, the, the pain point, what are the problems, what are the issues, that, the, the core of the issue here. And then we want to go through, and once we've uh, established that and researched different solutions, we want to develop the best solution for those ideas. And these could be ideas that are submitted to the innovation station. This could be something that we as a department thought were critical things to address. This could be something that comes down from senior leadership. They say, hey, we've seen this issue. We've seen this opportunity for improvement. What can you guys do? So there's various different inroads, but at the end of the day, the R&D is research and development, and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to research the issue, and then we're going to develop a solution to it. So I, I hope that answered the question. Uh, Hagen, you have something to add there, sir? Just, just a lot of research on my end. <laughs> a lot, lot of research. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of acronyms you got to learn. What are your new top acronyms you've learned in the industry? I just thought of one, but now I can't remember what it stands for. So, sounds about right. Sounds like you didn't learn it. Sounds like you need 10 more years at school. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> nah, done plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> Any calls there, Cesar? Nothing. Man. I, I, I guess there's still a handful of you out there. We'd love to uh, love to hear you call in. You can't see Cesar, but he's uh, he's so disappointed. He's, he's half asleep. Ah, yeah. We need to, we need to get him working. About to <laughs> someone from the Austin office in the call. Cesar desperately needs a coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Those soft skills are important. Um, you know, being able to to solve a problem or to to build a project or. Um, do anything in life, right? And not be awkward on a podcast or live live stream video, which maybe we're not success, succeeding in. Being awkward, right? Well, may, well, we've nailed that. Yeah, so yeah, we just did. I just did it right there. <laughs> um, you, but you did. <laughs> it, it is true. It was. Uh, I think that's something that I've tend to underappreciate in life is those those soft skills are so much of what allows you to be effective in your implementation and in your um you know b being an effective leader uh you 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 can be right but if you're not persuasive being right doesn't always mean a whole lot uh and being persuasive requires you to be at least some level of empathetic understand why someone may like or dislike an idea or change or what have you and uh yeah that's those soft skills that allow you to kind of identify uh you know what how do i communicate effectively with this person or even identifying is is this the right time is this the right place to to have this talk i think that makes all all the difference all the difference in the world so yeah thank you linda for throwing that in there you know the most embarrassing part about this is we, we're using our phones as cameras so we can't we can't call in and use the voice changer to a uh, to spoof a call, they they have to be uh, semi-authentic here. I feel like we've already uh, cashed in on a couple of the gimmies on Collins. Uh, I do know we I know we had an hour reserved, so as we approach the end, what what are you hoping to be the next steps for this, James? You as the lead in R and D, <laughs> whether it's Manager, director, R and D specialist, <laughs> R and D engineer, fourteen. Uh, what are you seeing the next next steps for R and D being? Might be a loaded question. question. He's in the hot right, seat. Yeah, he's your hot seat question. I, don't, I, I feel like I'm being put into a corner here. 
Sure. Really, we just want to know what, what we're going to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Brandon's like, so so how do I become king of the R&D department? No, no I just, I'm, I'm here to support it. Recorded. <laughs> um, well, that's, it's, it, that's one of the things I've been spending a lot of time on lately is figuring out what does this group of individuals look like going forward. And you want to grow, but you want to grow the right way. I do think right now one of the throttling mechanisms we have is just our, our, our bandwidth of, you know, 80 plus whatever hours a week we get from Bruno and Cesar. Uh, I think it's mostly Dr. Hagen and I, though, especially on the idea uh, implementation. Uh, so between trying to get things like Iris going, dealing with appeals to scores, scoring ideas, um, you know, working through all that, it makes it very difficult to also concurrently develop the next cool thing. And we ha I think we have plenty of ideas, whether they be from the innovation station or internally generated from the R&D department. We've, we've got a lot of cool stuff to work on. It's a matter of finding time. So I think finding some of the right people and getting them engaged in the right way, whether that means getting ops to help us score ideas, perhaps assist in uh, the score appeal process, where we can offload some of that, or at least expedite it, if nothing else, bringing on the right people at the right time with the right skill sets, uh, which, you know, we were talking about, this is, I just want someone with like 10 to 20 years of construction experience that can code in 10 different languages, that understands how to do graphic design, and can speak in an audience, in front of an audience of a thousand with the gusto of Winston Churchill. Like, that's, this is all that I want. Must and be looking in the mirror. <laughs> Somebody knows it's it's review time of yeah, year. Yeah, I'm just looking for that bonus. Uh, you know that, that that's 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 all I want. And for some reason, I can't find this person for fifteen dollars an hour. Um, so that, that's I think that'll be the, kind of the next step. I we have enough things to do, and I think we've done a pretty good job internally of identifying where our efforts are best placed. It's a matter of getting to those efforts, developing things like the Bluebeam keypad, right? Um, we want to have that available, push it out to the field so that they can increase their production rates. Um, you know, things like this. Uh, this took, uh, I don't even know how many hours of Cesar's and I to figure out the audio and get everything hooked in and linked together and getting graphics together and all that and still had hiccups, still have improvements. But I think this is something we'd probably like to do again uh, and perhaps make reoccurring. But as is, without growing the department, any, that means dropping something else. We could be scoring ideas right now. We could be implementing ideas right now. But instead, we're out here trying to make sure that people have an opportunity to see what we're doing, what's going on, challenge any thoughts, principles, questions uh, that we may have had. Um, so it is, it's a, it's a tough balance between doing work and sharing with everyone what we're doing. Yeah. Well, sorry. Did you have any more? I didn't cut you off. No, my excitement. Excited about something. I know. I don't. I'm know. excited about it. Thing. We have two actually ideas that have been submitted. Oh. Oh, let's pop them up. Dang! I think that's Boom. that's a big deal. Boom. That's a big deal, fellas. I don't know how. You, I don't think you understand uh, the magnitude <laughs> of this moment. I can see your your fingers ferociously going at the sound <laughs> effects. So I, I've got an idea of how important it was. I think as we open up, we can. Are you? Are we gonna read them live? Are we out of time? Are we? No, we've still got five minutes, and I don't oh. think YouTube's gonna cut us off. I could be mistaken. I'm new to this. As, as um, we anticipate, let's, uh, let's let's wait in suspense. That one's so clever too. Let's pull them up here. Uh, so real quick, I'm gonna dive into the innovation station and get some of these ideas pulled up. As it loads, we'll just wait. I just I don't know if we have enough time to wait for it to load. Oh goodness. <laughs> That's, it's getting real cold over here, real cold-blooded. Internal strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I do see you pulled it up, Hagen, so you could also do a oh. popcorn and read it for us. I can. Yes. We've uh, I've, I've got the first one here. Let's jump into Iris, make sure we've got this being shared. Yes, we do. All right. So take a look at this idea. Thanksgiving adopt an ROer which sounds like it might have addressed a, a challenge we have coming up in the near future. Uh, 
so you guys should be able to see this, but I'll just read it out real quick for anyone who's uh, not being overly attentive to the screen. Uh, are you hosting Thanksgiving? Does your family have room for one more? Many of our employees have families who are in other states. I propose that we host a program to adopt a member of the RO family for Thanksgiving. I think that's really fantastic. Um, it looks like uh, Bruno had some thoughts on this. I think, I think it's a great idea. I think Vanessa Miller, shout out to VDC. Thank you for repping. Uh, no, I think definitely a good idea. Definitely, it's a quick turnaround. <laughs> uh, definitely has a high reach, I can tell you that, because you're reaching at least one third in this room. At least one third in this room. At least everyone in the company. <laughs> uh, so definitely that. And then the impact, pretty medium to high, I would say. It's an important holiday. For sure, yeah. No one wants to spend that time by themselves. Definitely not. Uh, so I think, yeah, it's going to be a great idea. I'm just thinking of the best way to find that host house to invite. I don't have a house, so don't look at me, James. <laughs> Sounds like we need an app with a map. App with a map of available Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> Can you do that in a day for us, <laughs> Well, we have, well, Thanksgiving might be a little quick. We have a whole year. It's true. But something as simple as an email could go a long way. <laughs> true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> quick implementation. Quick prototype, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much for submitting that, Vanessa. That's that's awesome. You will get that extra engagement score. Well, and right now, that's a, it's a pretty good bump. I think we had over 50. How much? Oh, oh, we're doing the whole, oh. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll we, have to, we have to end it to find out. Yeah. Well, It'll be a nice bump. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I believe there were two. Is that correct? Uno más. All right. One more. Uno. Okay. I only speak Sorry, German. Thanks for clarifying uh, okay. for Bruno. Latvian. Yeah, yeah. So, any calls? Is it? No? All right. Looks like we'll uh, take a quick look at this idea, and uh, that'll be the end of this for us. So here we've got some uh, scheduling collaborative planning. Uh, mobile scheduling collaborative planning backpack and boards. We'd like to create some schedule pull planning calendar boards and backpacks with all the supplies that are needed for uh, are needed for a scheduling collaborative planning session that project teams can order. Uh, I've also created a new innovative way to use post-it notes and colored painters tape to repre represent a true Gantt chart milestone, which makes it easier to see the logic. The boards will be dry erased so that you can draw in logic and lags. This is really uh, excellent. Uh, it looks like Christine Graff submitted this. Um, there's, I don't think it's included in the write-up, uh, but Callum Kelly had included something kind of similar to this uh, with regards to the uh, logic of the the boards and the color coding and all that. Um, I think it'd be awesome to get you guys together and kind of align a bit on what you're seeing as effective and what he's seeing as effective. And I, I also love the idea of, you know, throw it in an RO bag and haul it off to whatever job site. Uh, I think that'd be super handy just to have those kits ready to go. You don't have to worry about losing things or, hey, I ran out of these or that. Just stop by the office, grab a bag, or have one dropped off or whatever the case is. Gentlemen, have any other thoughts on that one? No, I think it makes actually a nice full circle addressing our first color and seeing how two ideas might be same, same, but different. Uh, so I think definitely a good example. Tani, shout out. Uh, so how we were able to bring those two individuals together and try to come up one with one effective solution. But, I mean, definitely huge impacts there, I think, pool planning. For sure, yeah. It's the whole, whole project team for the whole duration of the project. Well, I think that's our time. I don't know if YouTube cuts us off hard at 12 or not, but looks this age is giving me a no. It still shows we're live. Uh, we appreciate those of you that called in, thank you very much. Uh, if anyone has any, thank you. If anyone has any feedback, <laughs> uh, if anyone has any feedback, if you liked this, if you hated it, if you loved it, if you would have preferred more structure, less structure. I don't know how we could have been less structured, but uh, less structure. Well, just any feedback you have, please don't hesitate to email us, team chat us, yell at us in the hallway, call me, text me. I, I'm pretty receptive to communication in general. Um, we really want to increase our transparency. That's why we're doing this. That's what we're here for. We have a lot of really cool things going on.
both in R&D and just as a company across the board. And we want to make sure everyone's as aware of those things that are going on as possible. That's why we want to host these sessions, be able to share. People can ask questions, uh, you know, again, directly talk to ideas while we're here. Um, so anything that we can do to improve this, make it better, make it more engaging, please do let us know. Uh, and if you hate it and you're like, this is a waste of an hour of my time, let us know and we'll do it again. That simple. Uh, one less thing for all of us to worry about setting up. Uh, but thank you all again to, to everyone that called in, to those that submitted ideas, uh, everyone that sat here and watched us for the last hour. Uh, I think we had a lot of fun doing this, uh, something something different, but definitely a, a lot of fun. We look forward to doing it again. Yeah, no, thank you, James. And then coming to you live was 3901 Saddle Lamar Studio. <laughs>